You are listening to the Terry from Tupelo Show. I'm your host, Terry McCoy, coming to you live. I hope you enjoy tonight's show. And remember, if you know my wife, please don't tell her you heard this show. She doesn't know I'm on the internet. I have a confession to make. I have a political opinion. No, it's true. I really do. And if I'm not careful, I'll tell you what it is. In fact, a couple of years ago, you know, we had an election in this country. Y'all remember that? Well, during that election, I posted some stuff on Facebook. You know, I've been known to do that too. Well, Kelly, that's my wife. She came to me and said, you're getting too political on Facebook. You know, it hurt my feelings a little bit, but that's what wives do. You know that, guys. They're the human manifestation of our conscience. It's their wifely duty to get us back on the straight and narrow, should we go astray. (laughs) At least that's what they think. I mean, it says it right there in 1 Corinthians. Wives, keep your husbands straight. (laughs) And believe me, There is not one wife in these southern United States that doesn't know that verse. Listen, they have it memorized. They meditate on it. They dwell on it when they get up in the morning and when they lay down at night. It's written on their foreheads and it is ever before them. That is the one verse they know. That verse is the bedrock doctrine upon which every southern marriage is built. Now, no preacher has ever preached on that verse, and you'd be hard-pressed to find it in the Scripture. But they know it's there. They have Bible study groups at Panera Bread on Tuesday mornings where they go deep about that verse. (laughs) Over a cup of chai tea latte and the spinach artichoke souffle. Listen, women preachers have written books about that verse. They've got whole careers based on that verse. The Women's Devotional Bible has a special journaling section in it called His Sins and Transgressions where they make notes about you husbands. And I guarantee you there's a two-day ladies' conference coming up next month at your church about it. And child care is available. (laughs) But I got to admit it, Kelly's usually right. So she says to me, you know, you're getting too political on Facebook. And I thought, well, she might be right. So I looked back through my posts, and sure enough, there was a lot of political stuff on there. (laughs) Apparently, I had a pretty strong opinion about who ought to be the president. So, you know, I thought I should probably apologize for it on Facebook. And I knew if I did, Kelly would see it. Hey, guys, let me let you in on something. You may not know this, but your wife monitors your Facebook posts closer than the Federal Communication Commission, Mark Zuckerberg, and the NSA all combined. You may not know that, but she does. And if something happens to slip by, rest assured, she'll hear about it next week at her Tuesday morning Panera Bread Bible study. So I started looking for something to post on Facebook. 
something that would be an apology and get me back in the good graces of all the people I'd offended. Kelly said it was probably too late because I'd already been blocked by everybody except this guy down the street that agrees with me and that one girl who I don't know who she is, but her profile picture is her in her underwear with her lips puckered out. <laughs> I get it. Maybe I shouldn't post political stuff on Facebook, but I'm a 57-year-old man, for heaven's sakes. That's what 57-year-old men think about. We think about politics. That's what's on our minds. And it says right there on the line that you type on, what's on your mind? Well, that's what it says, and that's what's on our minds. Well, that and occasionally some other stuff, but I'll guarantee you, you ladies don't want us to post that stuff on Facebook. <laughs> Except maybe for that one girl in her underwear with her puckered out lips. She might, but the rest of you don't, I promise. <laughs> and look, here's the deal. We're not going to post a feature-length Hollywood quality video about our boyfriend's proposal to us. And we're not going to post some picture of our new sissy dog that looks like a cross between a Labrador retriever and the carpet in my bonus room. <laughs> we're not going to post that either. We're just not going to do it. But look, if somebody's going to wreck the country and I find out about it, by God, I'm going to mention it on Facebook. It's my civic duty. I mean, listen, if I know an asteroid is bearing down on this planet, and I'm the only person who knows about it, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. And frankly, you don't want me to. Because if it crashes into the Gulf of Mexico and wipes out half the condos on Panama City Beach, your summer vacation is going to be ruined, and you won't get your deposit back. So you ought to be glad that I'm willing to speak up. So anyway, I got on the Internet, and I started searching. I didn't know exactly what I'd post, but I thought I'd post something Facebook-appropriate. Well, I searched for a few minutes, and I finally found the perfect picture. A picture I thought would fit perfectly with all the other posts that are on Facebook. and One that Kelly would approve of. A picture I thought would resonate with all the folks who were mad at me about my political posts. A picture that would mend all the broken relationships I'd caused by my apparently inappropriate political posts. A picture that no human being could possibly disagree with on any level. So I found it, I copied this picture, and I pasted it right there in my post. And then, with all the brokenness of spirit and heartfelt contrition, I swallowed real hard and I humbly typed on my keyboard, Dear Facebook friends, Kelly says I've been too political on Facebook. She's right. I'm wrong. Please forgive me. And here's a picture of a ripping kitty cat. <laughs> hey, I hope y'all enjoyed tonight's story and our few minutes together. I know I did. If you tune in each week, I promise not to keep you too long, but hopefully we can share a laugh or two and get to know each other a little better. 
My prayer for this show is that we laugh a little, share some stories that help us remember who we are, where we came from, and love those around us just a little deeper than we did before. And maybe along the way, we can reflect on why in the world we are hurtling through space on this big blue ball and maybe get a little closer to the one who made us. So tonight, before you say your prayers and drift off to sleep, grab somebody you love and Hold them a little bit tighter and tell them you love them. You'll be glad you did, and they will too. Someday. (laughs) Probably not today, but someday. Hey, drop me a line at terryfromtupelo at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you say nice things, I'll read them on the air, and if you have any stories to tell, I'd love to hear them, and I might even read them on the air too. So until next week, me amigos, good night. God bless you, and sweet dreams.